My name is Nick Flower, and I'm a clinical psychologist who specializes in behavior therapy. And I'm Lauren McLean, and I am a therapist who specializes in behavioral therapy as well. Welcome to Psychologically Incorrect. This is a podcast about real life through the lens of behavioral psychology and applying the lessons of clinical psychology into everyday issues. Today on Psychologically Incorrect, we will tackle the holidays. What makes them equal parts joy, frustration, sometimes unintended misery. They test our patience. Um, There's good times and bad. The week before the holidays, the week after, we'll talk about it all and how to navigate it this year and maybe for years to come. Today on Psychologically Incorrect. Hey, Lauren. Hi. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Here we go. It's the holiday season. Um, you know, it, it's, I guess that's the best term for it, the holiday season, because that's how everybody thinks of it. It's this, um, this, uh, it's, it's, it's really a few days. Uh, you know, when you really boil it down, it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, um, it's, uh, you know, it's Hanukkah, you know, there, it's not like, it, it's a few days. It's not, you know, um, an extended period of time, but essentially it is because that's how people think about it. The people think about it as this, as this extended thing, because there's so much involved in it. Um, and you know, there, there's, uh, pe- people sometimes take, don't take it so well and people get wrapped up in things. And I think that's why we want to talk about today because it's the perfect time to discuss this as it is December 14th today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, no matter who you are, some part of it is going to be hard for you, if not many mm-hmm. parts of it, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it's different things for different people, but, you know, it's a uh, season not without stress, Ob- you know, obviously not without some amount of joy, but certainly not without stress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So are you ready? Did you have every, all everything uh, you got? Every, all your God, Christmas no. Presents? God uh, no. no. It's like, really? it's an endless an endless thing you know you got to get the trash guys and the mail carrier and like every teacher and like mm-hmm. i don't know like i'm sure there's a long list of people that i'm forgetting like in addition to like my actual family but um yeah i mean there's so much you know what i think um is a good way to frame it have you ever did you ever do you know the difference between you stress and de-stress is do you know no. what, have you ever no. heard about that no. okay So uh, essentially, when we think about stress, we know that like stress is anything that's really like taxing on our body. But we can think about stress in two forms, de-stress, which is something that is taxing on our body that is kind of like an objectively like negative thing in our life. Um, And then you stress is stress. It's still stressful, but it's stress associated with something that's kind of moving our life forward. That's a positive stress. So think about like the night before vacation or like the holiday season or starting a new job or getting married or having a baby or, you know, any of those like big life things. Um, It is a positive thing, but there's stress that comes with that. And anyways, I just find thinking about it that way in my mind is so validating because then you can exit that whole black and white thought of like, I'm supposed to be happy. Why am Mm -hmm. I stressed? Mm 
Mm. And I think that's part of what like sticks people up in the holidays is this expectation that I should be happy and joyful and merry and I shouldn't be stressed and what's my problem. Once again, it comes down to how we're conceptualizing it, how we're thinking about it. You know what I mean? And I think you you, you bring that to light with what you just said. You know, um, it, it gets away from that dynamic of, yeah, I need to be happy because people put so much pressure on themselves to, you know, make this be a wonderful event or a wonderful season. And, you know, not everything's like that. And it's not going to be like that every time. And of course, the movies and media doesn't help because every, every, you know, everything you watch, I mean, I guess on some channels, maybe the Hallmark channel, everything is, ends up well. Um, which, <laughs> yeah, right. Which is, which is why I really love those. And I never watched them, but I, I, we started to watch them a little bit this year, like movies like Bad Santa. And um, mm. what's the one I watched? It was, it was with a bunch of um, women. It was like mom's. Oh, Bad Mom's, Mom's Christ- Christmas. Bad Mom's yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. one. I just watched that one, which was which is really funny and like a stupid movie, but like, yeah. but just kind of fun to see that you know, um, not everything is rosy and cheery, and it, 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 it's a lighthearted look at it. Totally. Yeah, I think just it's really normal. Like, um, you know, I used the example of like before vacation. How many times have you heard somebody say? what's the point of going on vacation? It's so darn stressful before and it's so darn stressful afterwards, like in particular with work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, there's an obvious point, but the you have to take the stress with the thing. And when right. you can, it is like still fun and joyful. The juice is worth the squeeze, you know? So like if you totally. can laugh at the stress or at least keep it in perspective, then you're it opens the door actually up for it to be more fun, joyful, whatever. Agree, agree. So what are some reasons uh, are, that the holidays are can be difficult for people? You want to get into that? Yeah. I mean, I think that the first one that came to mind for me is that if, if it's different, if there's any amount of change, if there's been like a loss or a divorce or family struggles or mm. maybe like health issues or, you know, it's the maybe it's like the first year your kids like don't believe in Santa anymore. And like, it's different. And you kind of like mourn the, you know, holidays of the past. Um, I think any amount of change or being different, even being in a new home, maybe you sell like your family home and you're, you're at Christmas in a new space. That's going to feel different and weird and foreign. And it's really normal to kind of long for the past and when things were the way they were and when you liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so change is something that will inevitably be hard and, you know, there's just some things in life you can't make feel good. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you can accept that, okay, like this is going to be different this year. And that's kind of a bit of a bitter pill and it's to be expected. Um, it makes it a little more tolerable, but when you ruminate on this is different and I hate that, um, it really just clouds out the whole experience. Right. I think this is probably the, uh, the, the biggest reason that it's difficult, arguably the biggest reason it's difficult for people, the, the, the change element. Like you said, if somebody, I mean, and of course this is expected. If somebody dies, for example, you know, and you normally, they're normally at the, at the kitchen table or at the dining room table for, for, for Christmas and open the presents, all that stuff. That's very hard. That's obviously going to be a big, a big piece or a divorce when, when, um, you know, when, so when there's a major change to the environment. And I think that's probably the biggest thing for people um, because you're right. We, we, we long for those moments, we, we, those, those good memories. And, and there has to be an acceptance that that's not going to be the case this year and, and, and moving forward. So that's, that's, that's obviously a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. 
And the answer is with that, you just have to let it be hard. Yeah, right. You know, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, What else? Well, um, on unmet expectations, let's talk about that. So like uh, people might say, I thought I would be in a different place by the holiday season. Um, and, and, and the notion I kind of talked about this alluded to it earlier that, that the holidays should be a certain way. We should be happy. You know, this, this shouldn't be as difficult as it should be. You know what I mean? It's (laughs) having kids, um, part of that unmet expectation for my wife and I is sometimes last year, I know it was, is, you know, you have the presents for the kids. You spent so much time and love and care deciding what the toys are going to be and all that. And, you know, uh. Yeah, you tried not to overdo it, you know, and, and hopefully you were successful at that. But anyway, you put a lot of thought into it. You wrapped them all up nice. You put them in the tree, waited until they were in bed. You hit them the whole Christmas season. They didn't get to find them. And, you know, um, they get them and then they don't like them. Or they get them or they open <laughs> them up. And then uh, like 10 minutes later, if that, they're like, you know, moaning and groaning about something or fighting with each other or arguing and and then there you are, like, there's a sea of, like, um, crap. Wrap, <laughs> crap everywhere and, 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 the, and discarded wrapping paper and miserable children. And you're like, this is not, this is not what I thought. This is, uh, mm-hmm. this expectation is, uh, is going largely unmet in this moment. And that's frustrating. Yeah, totally. I mean, well, that just kind of speaks to the reality that, like, you, that you cannot make everybody happy or Mm -hmm. everything be perfect Mm -hmm. you just can't you know and so like that's that speaks to the expectation of like in this mind you put all this effort all this hype only to be let down and it's really easy for that to kind of set you on a thought and emotion spiral my kids are ungrateful this what do i do this shit you know whatever and um or whatever it is and uh yeah I mean, it's uh, it's an easy thing to fall into for sure. Right. Well, and with that particular scene this year, I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to say, I remember last year, I'm just going to go with the flow. They're going to be what they do. You know, they're going to be all wound up. And, you know, if my kids aren't eternally grateful for the scooter they got or whatever it is, then yeah. I don't have to let that be a hit to my ego. And I have to accept that this is just how kids are. You know, this is how it goes. This is This is what it's like. Well, despite your best planning right there, they will find a different way to bother you, I'm sure. <laughs> right, I'm sure. They probably will. So mm-hmm. that's the thing is that no matter how much you plan, mm-hmm. there's still going to be that curveball that takes you by surprise because with that much stimulation and excitement, uh, you should expect that curveball coming your way. So, um, yeah, I, okay, unmet expectations. I feel like this is a huge one. Family conflict. Mm-hmm. past resentments that make family time painful. So one thing that people fall into, and I hear this all the time uh, with my patients, is we're going, we, people get stuck in anticipating annoyance, mm-hmm. conflicts, or comments from mm-hmm. family members or people in their life based on past experience. And so there becomes this level of dread of Aunt Susie's going to be there. And in years past, Aunt Susie's been so rude or insert whatever adjective and mm-hmm. I'm going to have to be see aunt Susie and aunt Susie's going to be annoying to me or whatever it is. And therefore like dread takes over. Yeah. Um, 
I always think dread is such an interesting emotion because we know, like in our line of work, we know like anticipatory anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. Anticipatory anxiety, we are anticipating something to be stressful. And so we're getting a fear response ahead of time. Anticipatory dread is like that, except we're anticipating something to be painful or upsetting. But -hmm. what happens is we're upsetting ourselves ahead of time. The thing has never even happened. You know? Yeah. So they're miserable in the lead up. And listen, I had a couple of these sessions this week, you know, um, about going home for the holidays and I just know how mom's going to be or whatever. And, um, and yeah, and they're, they're stressed now and it hasn't even happened yet. Um, Mm -hmm. now, but what if they're right, Lauren? I mean, mom is how she is and you know, they're, they're pretty right about it. So, you know, that's the thing too. It's like, uh, we sometimes, you know, in our work, they anticipate dread, but then when they do it, they find out it's not as, as bad. Well, sometimes the case is that it is that bad. That's the thing, too, we have to be careful of because sometimes families are tough. And Aunt Susie, like you said, you know, she brings it every year. She never disappoints. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I would say to that, though, is I think you have to decide, are you better off with your family in your life or not? And I think most people are better off with family. And that being said, you have to anticipate and expect and accept the reality is that like people will upset you and people will get on your nerves. And that's kind of part of it. And you don't have to like it. It can be upsetting. Obviously there's room for boundaries and like, you know, thoughtful assertiveness skills and communication skills. But, um, yeah, that's part of it, you know? And you think about like, okay, say Aunt Susie says something crappy to you. How long is that interaction going to be? You know, maybe a minute. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be uncomfortable for a minute. And does that minute have to ruin the entire day, week, month? Sure. You know, could you maybe just like try to endure that uncomfortable conversation? And then on the back end, be like, you know, I don't actually value Aunt Susie's opinion that much. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to keep it moving, you know, I have a friend who would always, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that I have a friend who has this like saying that I love where she says it's like a watermelon. You spit out the seeds, like Mm -hmm. the watermelon is worth it, but -hmm. it comes with those seeds. So you got to spit them out. And I think you got to look at the Aunt Susie comments as the seeds and it's still worth it. By and large, I totally agree with you. The thing I agree with most, what what you said is um, the acceptance piece is accepting these people in our families that we kind of have to tolerate. And like you said, the seeds, Um, you know, of course, every situation is different. This is individualized. If there's only two people at the dinner, then there's not really much escaping you can do. And then then you might have to make a decision is that this isn't worth it for my mental health to go over there anymore because it's really painful for me to see a mother that's you know, sort of not nice or whatever. And, and, and that's sometimes a decision that people have to make, but, you know, um, but by and large, I, I agree with your point, you know, that, um, that, you know, that family is important and uh, we shouldn't allow, you know, one aunt or uncle or whatever to, to keep you from the rest of the family that you do like, you know, if that's the case. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I think I would I would say that, like, when you decide to cut it off, it's because you don't 
feel like safe or it feels like verbally abusive. Like there's something that's very sure. extreme about it. Sure, sure, sure. And I sure. think that when it's like unkind or annoying, I think practicing perspective taking of saying that's how they see it. I see it differently. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with them. And sure. I don't have to let this like own how I think about the holidays or my life or this person or whatever. Um, sure. So yeah, I mean, it, that takes a little nuance and skill, but, but yeah, sure. I think anticipatory dread, huge part. Yeah. What are some other things that people uh, find difficult about the holidays? Um, Something that I think is a huge one that I didn't even realize until I was not even like, like maybe a couple years after I'd been married was that there's the reality that you cannot be in two places at once. Mm. And so that somebody or some yeah. family oh, is yeah, always right. going to be disappointed mm. and that always stinks. And in, in my, in my life, um, my husband's parents are divorced. So I actually have three families wow. and they live in three different places that are hours apart. And I remember we would like spend Christmas day on the, on the Pennsylvania turnpike all the time, literally all the time because mm. we do Christmas Eve with one family and then drive hours to get to another family to do Christmas day with them, just trying to do it all. And you know what happened? Um, I was exhausted and I started to like hate Christmas because it was so freaking stressful trying mm-hmm. to make everybody happy. And the thing that I had to learn is that, um, my sanity somewhat matters and maybe you can't, Maybe Christmas Day, you don't want to spend on the turnpike and that's okay. But Mm. the hard part of that is um, you have to live with the fact that someone's going to be pretty bummed about not seeing you. And that's valid on their end. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you are wrong for like spreading out your time and energy. And that is such a hard, hard thing because... Mm -hmm. It's this mix of like guilt and sadness and like frustration. And it's, that's a, I think that is one of, in my opinion, if you don't all live in the same place, one of the hardest parts about the holidays. Yeah. And, and, the, and the pressure to fit that all in, you know, um, it, it's, it is, is so, and that's on one day. It's one, like if it's, if you're celebrating Christmas, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Celebrate Christmas, which, you know, um, to, to fit that all in. I, I, I didn't know that about the term, you and the turnpike. That's, you know, eventually <laughs> you guys decided to stop that because it just became too much. Uh, and, yeah. and Christmas, which you want, you want to have, you want to have a good time. You want to relax. You want to, you know, do what you imagine you would do. And, and what you imagine doing is not like filling up at the gas stations as you go down the turnpike. That's like, it's not it. Um, not but it. Yeah. Just the, just the stress, <laughs> just the pressure cooker of getting all that in too. And then the disappointment in the family, um, really good one. Really good one there. What about not yep. feeling that merry because of stress or depression? You know, I feel like anxiety. that's so hard. Yeah. Right. You know, so yeah. like if you're having any type of mental health thing and you're not feeling merry, it mm-hmm. sucks because it really stinks to not feel like yourself or feel good. But it leads to feeling bad, sad, guilty, less than there's something wrong with you that you should yeah. be happy, you know, and that the problem is that word should. Yep. Well, that, that goes back to unmet expectations again, like you expect there and you like you said, feel guilt about having depression or anxiety and not feeling good, you know, 
Uh, and it's the time of the year when there's a lot less sunlight and at least around Pittsburgh, it's very often gray. And so you have to, to combat that, you know, and, 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 and feel merry and joyous and all this stuff. And it's just not there for you. You just don't have it in the tank because now we're talking about people with depression and anxiety, really suffering from, you know, an acute, um, uh, you know, episode like that. But, um, but yeah, sometimes you just don't feel up to it. Um, and there's a lot to do, you know, there's a gifts and places to be and, you know, obligations that you have. So, you know, when you're having depression and anxiety, that also, that obviously makes that more difficult. Yeah. Or maybe your life isn't where you want it to be. Maybe you're single and you don't want to be single and like you're understandably bummed about the fact that Mm -hmm. you're single or your life isn't where you want it or hoped it would be. And so that is valid. Um, but going too far down that hole, I mean, it's just that it's an anchor. It'll carry you down. And so I think with that, it's really about kind of acknowledging and validating. Yeah. Okay. Like it's understandable. I feel that way. And I need to not fall into this hole, but I also need to work towards where I want to go. If I want to move my life forward, if I want to make more things happen in my life, like where can I put some energy that maybe I can feel a little more hopeful about maybe my future as opposed to getting stuck in right now stinks. Yeah. Yeah. Showing up to the Christmas dinner or whatever with, you know, you didn't bring anybody again this year or whatever it is that that's hard for people. Totally. Yeah. It's hard for people. Yep. Um, okay. So stressed to buy all these gifts. This is one that I used to really feel like I, I would really want to buy people like the perfect gift or like the right gift, like something I knew that they really loved. And I'd get really like indecisive about like what to get. And then one year I realized that like, I'm really happy to get like cozy socks and a new book. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and being able to put that in perspective for me, I was just like, wait a minute, like mm-hmm. the, the amount of energy I'm putting into this is somewhat arbitrary. And so mm-hmm. like the general sentiment is good and maybe take a little pressure off yourself. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, did I get a, enough? Did I get too much? Did I spend enough money? Did I spend too little money? The financial burdens of having to do it all, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's a, that's a heavy weight. If you are a gift giver or in family or families or, you know, it's different things where you feel like you got to do it all for everyone. Yeah. And then you're, and then, and then if you're, uh, if you're hypersensitive to the reaction that people give you when, when, when you get, when you give the gift and, you know, (laughs) You could uh, really beat yourself up and do too much rumination about, you know, the degree to which a person liked or didn't like your gift. And, and then that's on your mind. And, you know, that's a whole um, thing. That's a whole thing too. Um, yeah. You got to just kind of give some space of like, uh, I'm putting something out in the universe and it's going to go how it goes. You know, you know, we're talking a lot about, we're talking about a lot of sort of uh, ways that uh, people get tripped up or have a difficult time with the holidays. I do think we should probably end and, and we're not going to end yet, but on some things that we like about the holidays and some good. Oh, I mean, that's we, a good we, point. We like, make that. Let's know. not be a downer. Let's not be such uh, a downer. Yeah. Let me tell you a little uplifting thing then. So my kindergartner came home from school and we're not particularly religious, but we do celebrate Christmas. She came from home from school and her teacher taught her a Hanukkah game and she is jazz. She told me that she's going to have a Hanukkah party mm-hmm. and um, she's really excited that it's eight days of presents. <laughs> and she told me she needs a Hanukkah dress 
and she's like full in on celebrating Hanukkah. And it was kind of like, I had this moment where I was like, well, like, you know, so like that's a certain religion and like, we're mm. not actually that religion. And like mm -hmm. people that are that religion, like Hanukkah is a really special time for right. them, not so much for us. And she was just like, mom, I don't understand why we can't do both. Mm. Like, what's the problem here? Mm -hmm. And it was like this, like wonderful, like six-year-old sure. refreshing, like mm -hmm. she has a point. Mm -hmm. She has a point. Sure. You don't have to be Jewish to like celebrate Hanukkah. I was like, so wait, you're going to eat some lockies and you know, you want to mm -hmm. like get a little dreidel <laughs> and some gold coins. And she was like, heck yeah, I'm going to have a party. My cousin's coming over. And I was like, come on, let's do it. You know? That's so cute. And so I think actually that's one thing that's cool about school is they do a good job educating about different holidays yeah. and like why it's important. And like, that's just a really, like, what a normal thing to do. You know, it's so tribal for us to be like, we it's celebrate so tribal. Christmas. Oh my gosh. Right? I know. It's so tribal. It's so tribal. And like, there's plenty of Jewish people that have Christmas trees and that celebrate Christmas. And that's fine. Too. It's fine. We don't like, we don't have to be so like rigid about it. We can say this is a holiday. Okay, cool. Right, Let's make some potato right. pancakes. Let's get some yeah. little coins. It, it would be nice if we could just sort of mash them all together and not to listen not to demean the importance of, of Christmas. Oh, to, of course. To, yeah. Yeah. To, to Christians. I, I, I yeah. don't mean that. No, uh, of course not. Yeah. Not to demean Hanukkah and like, I, and right. But like, but to loosen up, about, I think, especially over the past decade or so, this whole notion of war on Christmas and like, like all these things that, you, you know, uh, you hear from some people, um, uh, you know, uh, what are your best memories of this time of year? I don't care who you are. It's probably, you know, when you were a kid getting presents or something like the, the goodness of that, you know, and the giving of that, you know, um, I don't know. Um, and I, totally. I, I think you're, I think you're right that the kids coming home and they're sort of mashing it together. Like, yeah, we're doing dreidel. Well, like whatever she said, I think that's super cute. Yeah. And, and yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, they're honestly happy to like count down the advent calendar, you know? Yeah, oh my, yeah. We're doing that too. Too many toys. Oh my God. Too many toys. The advent calendar. I just do chocolate. We're going to maybe do that next year. <laughs> right. But like, if you think about it, that's, what's so simple about it. Right. It's exciting to count down towards something. Mm -hmm. That's like this tiny little pocket of joy in every day to be like, okay, cool. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So um, the week before Christmas and New Year's. You oh, have between. This, or between. Yeah. Yeah. Between Christmas and New Year's. You have this sort of uh, dead zone. Holidays. Productivity. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I've never seen that. That's before. what I Hol call it. My husband actually calls it that. He calls it the holidays. Uh, that's good. I like With a Z, D like days. D -A -Z -E. yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, the holidays. Because it is. It's just that. It feels like a days. You're in your, you know, you're in yeah. your pajamas. You're watching too much TV. It's like a You're off days. schedule. You're off your schedule. Um, you know, you, you don't know what day it is when you go back to work. Sometimes it's, it's just a weird time. <laughs> you don't know, if, like for me, I don't know if I should go back to work or, or like just oh, take no. some time off. No, and, that, yeah. <laughs> don't bother working that week. That week you're going to get more no shows and you're going to be like, why the heck did I even schedule? Oh, yeah. I got people scheduled, man. We're, we're picking it right back up. December 26th. We're on it. You're crazy. It's like well, a maybe negotiable week off for me. 
um, but yeah, what I was going to say is like, I remember when I worked in the, at a hospital, like I had to work that week. And I remember being like pissed because it feels like, you know, half the people are on their couch, the other half are on vacation. And like, there I am mm -hmm. like trudging into work and it feels like unnatural. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's a really hard week for people. Um, I would say that it's a, one of the reasons it's a hard week is you are so off schedule yeah. and uh, that's so psychologically hard for people. What, why would you say that is like, what, well, what's so psychologically I, hard about being off schedule for people? Well, I, listen, I'm a big proponent of routine and regularity. And I think that's the best thing for our mental health and mental wellness. I talk about that all the time. I always say it's the least sexy thing to talk about in therapy is routine and schedule, but it's probably the most important thing. Um, and you know, when people are off that for that week, yeah. And, and, you know, some people take it right in stride, you know what I mean? And they're, and they're good with it. They're like, okay, cool. I get to have this week off. And, you know, like you said, that's what you do. You take the week off and you're able to do that. And, and that's good. But for, um, but for other people who are like kind of half in half working, you know what I mean? It, it throws you off that normal regularity. And so that could be, that could be hard. You know, that could uh, it kind of messes with your, uh, your sense of expectation and, and productivity and, you know, uh, and what you should be doing or how you should be feeling. And I think all that gets wrapped into it. And it's just, when I, my, my shorter answer is whenever people are off their regular routine for extended periods, it, it kind of messes with them in a bad way. Yeah, totally. There's a reason January 2nd is like the hardest day of the year um, or that first Monday after New yeah, Year's. Right. Um, okay. Next reason about holidays. It is so hard to go from presents and festivity and parties and treats and all mm. sorts of excitement to yeah. like December 26th. Yeah. Like it's so hard for kids. I mean, yeah. it's like, like right. insane, but mm -hmm. like, it's hard for people in general. Like, how do you go from just merriment and like the best food of the year to, yeah. um, okay, go, 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 go eat yogurt. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, it is a drag because you, you know, and I always think too, like living in, living in Pittsburgh, it's very gray here in the winter months. Mm -hmm. And after, you know, it's like, I'm usually pretty good to, but till Christmas and when Christmas is over, those decorations come down. It's January. Man. It's, it is January. It is February. It is March. The sun's not coming out. It's going to snow a lot. It's cold. The decorations come down and you just got to get back. You just got to get back into, you know, the routine. And that that's a that's kind of a drag. It's a bummer. It's a total drag. One thing that I've been talking to my people about who, in particular, like Januarys are hard for them, is start planning now yeah. to set you up for January success. So, like, get books for Christmas that you're going to look yeah. forward to reading in January. Like, Great. identify projects like cookbooks. Mm -hmm. um, vacations, trips, whatever that you can do in January to kind of get you through that month. Because yeah. one thing that happens in January, it, like you finally get through the holidays and you've got nothing planned because the holidays dictated the conversation. Sure. So January is like this like vast openness of what do I do with myself, but it's too cold to go outside. So I'm yeah. not, and it's dark. Um, yeah. I think this is why, maybe this is, I don't think this is why people do New Year's resolutions, but you know, if yeah. you could, you, you could take a you could take that in smaller chunk and say it's going to be Indian food uh, Jan first week of January where you make totally. a, make a new dish yeah. or something like that and you plan for that so you've got something you know geared up and ready to go and it gives you some level of excitement and something to look forward to so you're not so that letdown isn't so bad 
Yeah. So you have something to plan for. All right. I'm going to learn yeah. how to cook Indian food. Here we go. You know, right. like that's just a, it doesn't have to be a big thing, but a yeah. little thing that's different is a good stimulus. Right. Um, oh yeah. And then it's cold. We already talked about that. People get cooped yeah. up. Not good for mental health. You got to get outside. You got to bundle up. You got to get outside. Um, okay. So Nick, what are your best suggestions for surviving it all? What would you say? Take your best psychological tips. Relax. Take a step back here a second. Look at the bigger picture. Why are you wanting to do this all? Why is this important to you? You know, it's important because you like to give gifts because you want to, you know, that that's a part of your value system. You want to make people happy. You want to be with your family. You want to um, be with the people that you love. Um, just take a kind of like a, a drone approach or an eagle approach. Uh, 30,000 foot uh, approach uh, to the whole thing so that you could look at the big picture and, uh, and, and just ease back on your expectations, you know, about everything being perfect. I, I always like to talk about mediocrity, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and is this, is this, is this Christmas well enough? Did I do a good enough job? You know, um, how, how, how you know, that's essentially it. Yeah. Like what are your top things? Like what's most important to you and put your energy there and then take right. some other things off your plate. I think right. real, like managing expectations is huge. And I, I plan on telling my kids, I would suggest anyone else to tell their kids, Hey, you might get disappointed on Christmas morning because you might not get everything you want. Mm -hmm. And that is disappointing and that is okay. But it's also something that might happen. Mm -hmm. And like, we are going to be grateful anyway. And it's like, it's okay to have the highs and the lows. It's okay to feel bummed if you don't get this one thing that you want. Um, and like expect that. And I think even just expecting some amount of letdown kids and adults and everyone in between, um, can make it easier to shoulder that letdown when it happens. Um, because it will happen, you know, best, best intentions will lead to, forgotten batteries or god knows what right yeah so like right expect that and like we we can deal with whatever it is you know um i would be okay with disappointing people uh and what i really mean there is learn how to tolerate guilt that you cannot be everything to everyone mm -hmm. and that you don't have to like it but it's a part of being human and so people will get disappointed including and you Including you. That's what I was going to say. And, and you also will be disappointed by some of it. And that's okay. It's, it's a lot of, much, much of what we talk about is acceptance. Acceptance as, as the, of the earth as it exists, of your family as they exist, as the holidays as they exist, you know? Um, because totally. that's, what the, that's what the reality is. And when we don't accept that, we're rejecting their own reality. And we have to, you know, uh, if we want to be okay with it, for, for your own mental sanity, to accept that the kids are going to be crying, that... Aunt Susie's going to be, you know, what she is, you know, <laughs> um, but you know what? I love my family and I want to be with them. And this is important to me. Um, yep. so, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I have a, you know, a couple of nice things planned. I hope you do too. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no, we, I'm we're excited. going to get through this. Okay. We can do this, everybody. We can get through the holidays. <laughs> You know what's funny? We're going to have, I guarantee, that first Monday, that whole week of January, I'm going to spend my entire week in sessions with people being like, your family did that? Are you kidding me? That yeah. happened? 
She said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and always, hopefully we I'm can always, laugh about yeah. it. <laughs> I'm always I'm always just like banging my head against my palm. I can't believe they did that. Oh my god. And you had <laughs> you just you stayed the whole time? Oh my gosh, amazing. You know? <laughs> right? Because like you just need to say it, right? Like there's mm-hmm. something that's so humane about saying out loud to another person, listen mm-hmm. to this dumpster fire and having the person mm-hmm. be incredulous on your behalf, you feel yep. instantly better. You know, so if you, if you are, (laughs) if you're live tweeting your friends being like, listen to what Aunt Susie said. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. And they're going to get back to you. And that's another way, like, that's another tip I think we, we kind of left out is, yeah, you know what I mean? Text your friends during, you know, you could, you could go text them and say, can you believe she said this as a way to get that validation, you know, from some of the crazy stuff that happens, but uh, I'm looking forward to keep it moving. (laughs) <laughs> Laugh and keep it moving. I'm looking forward to it nonetheless. Um, Merry Christmas, Lauren. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy everything. You know, we'll be celebrating yep. it all. Wait till Wait till my daughter hears about Kwanzaa. That we'll be doing. Oh that my too. God, it'll be epic. All right. <laughs> yeah, all of it. All right, cool. Catch you later. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Credit to our theme music to my brother, Andrew McLean. Please subscribe, leave a review, and tell us what you think. All opinions are our own.